Chapter Ten of the Jeffersonians, eighteen o one to eighteen twenty nine, by Richard B. Morris. The Sleepervox recording is in the public domain. The Monroe Doctrine, excerpts from the Monroe Doctrine. The Monroe Doctrine. Although the United States was mainly concerned with internal problems during Monroe's presidency, there was one important policy established during this period in the area of foreign relations this was the monroe doctrine it was a statement of policy made by the president in a message to congress in eighteen twenty three which defined the role of the united states in international affairs and which in some respects is still vital united states policy the doctrine states that the united states will not tolerate further foreign colonial expansion by european powers in north or south america this policy was necessary because spain's colonies in latin america had recently revolted and it looked as though the other european powers might try to reconquer spain's former colonies in addition russia was moving southward from alaska and claiming land down to the fifty-first parallel which would have taken in much of what is now british columbia the monroe doctrine also declares that the united states will not interfere with existing european colonies in the americas nor with the internal affairs of european nations in the following selection we reprint part of the monroe doctrine excerpts from the monroe doctrine in the wars of the european powers in matters relating to themselves we have never taken any part nor does it comport with our policy so to do it is only when our rights are invaded or seriously menaced that we resent injuries or make preparation for our defence with the movements in this hemisphere we are of necessity more immediately connected and by causes which must be obvious to all enlightened and impartial observers we owe it therefore to candour and to the amicable relations existing between the united states and those powers to declare that we should consider any attempt on their part to extend their system to any portion of this hemisphere as dangerous to our peace and safety with the existing colonies or dependencies of any european power we have not interfered and shall not interfere but with the governments who have declared their independence and maintained it and whose independence we have on great consideration and on just principles acknowledged we could not view any interposition for the purpose of oppressing them or controlling in any other manner their destiny by any european power in any other light than as the manifestation of an unfriendly disposition toward the united states in the war between those new governments and spain we declared our neutrality at the time of their recognition and to this we have adhered and shall continue to adhere provided no change shall occur which in the judgment of the competent authorities of this government shall make a change on the part of the united states indispensable to their security our policy in regard to europe which was adopted at an early stage of the wars which have so long agitated that quarter of the globe nevertheless remains the same which is not to interfere in the internal concerns of any of its powers to consider the government de facto actually ruling as the legitimate government for us to cultivate friendly relations with it and to preserve those relations by a frank firm and manly policy 
meeting in all instances the just claims of every power submitting to injuries from none but in regard to those continents circumstances are eminently and conspicuously different it is impossible that the allied powers should extend their political system to any portion of either continent north or south america without endangering our peace and happiness nor can any one believe that our southern brethren if left to themselves would adopt it of their own accord it is equally impossible therefore that we should behold such interposition in any form with indifference End of chapter ten